this thing on? Because it's getting ready to be on. Hello and welcome to Bell Ringer. My name is Greg. Your guest name today is Ingrid Curtis, president of Rural Sourcing. Rural Sourcing is an outsourced software development shop with 10 development centers across the country. And as of late last year, they opened one right here in Buffalo, creating 150 new tech jobs. Ingrid takes you through the entire process of choosing Buffalo from their internal AI tool and what they look for in the quantitative data all the way through their visit to Buffalo, engagement with our organization, and even more in between. Thanks so much for listening. So rural sourcing is a, we're, we're a software development um, outsourcing shop. So we work with clients uh, across the country, Fortune 1000, as well as tech startups or services firms that are tech enabled. Uh, and our teams build custom software. Um, and so we're really helping our clients with their digital transformation needs as they think about the future and how they can meet their clients' needs. Uh, and we do that in places um, other than Silicon Valley and Boston and New York. Uh, so we look at um, we look at locations where you can have this high quality of life. You can create cutting edge software, and you don't have to choose uh, vocation over location. And tell us a little bit about the beginnings of rural sourcing. You know, with yourself and Monty, and then kind of how you get to that that mission of staying out of those you know top tier tech cities and bringing these opportunities elsewhere in the country. Yeah, so Monty and I both came from um, high-end management consulting, uh, and at the time, back in the 90s, um, had opened an offshore location in, in, in India, um, and eventually realized that was not um, fulfilling our clients' needs. Uh, and so we um, you know, began to look across the country and really identified um, a startup called Rural Sourcing. Um, and the original founder had this brilliant idea to look and create jobs in places where they didn't otherwise exist. Um, and so when we came on the scene, it was very small. Um, and we really um, spent the first few years building out the model. Um, and that was 13 years ago, I think in 2008. And what we've done over time is refine how we develop, how we deliver for our clients, what that looks like. Um, and, and so now, you know, we're uh, approaching a thousand colleagues across the country in 10 development centers. Uh, so it's been a fantastic journey. And I think, you know, we've really um, challenged the industry, created this um, bigger thinking about location. And, and through COVID now, you can see that uh, suddenly um, companies are really waking up to the idea that folks don't have to sit in, on campus in a high rise in, uh, in the big city to, to develop brilliant software. So one of those 10 development centers, and the reason why we're talking today is obviously here in Buffalo, you expanded here uh, late last year, I believe. So yeah. Um, I want to work kind of chronologically through some of the process because I think it's interesting how you landed on that decision. So at the time you had eight development centers, you chose Buffalo and then Baton Rouge as nine and 10. Um, so what was really like the impetus for expansion? You know, why were you looking for these new cities or for these new locations? Um, our work is in high demand. So if you look at um, the investments that companies are making that as they think about their future, every company is a software company. Um, and so what we're finding is that they are, while clients look to have their own internal development teams, they look to augment and grow and, and be able to scale with companies like us. And so we come in as experts, helping bring um, both subject matter expertise, uh, as well as large teams to deliver 
uh, on those needs that they have for their clients. Um, and so, you know, as part of looking for our next development center, it's really about talent. Um, it's identifying places where we can find uh, strong cloud developers, .NET and Java and other, um, other skill sets. Uh, and so we look across the country to mid-sized cities like Buffalo. So as I understand it, you start with your own AI tool that you developed internally. So tell the folks a bit about how that helps on the quantitative data side. Yeah. Um, so we know all of the cities across the country uh, that generally fit uh, our guidelines. And um, so we've built this tool and it's an AI tool that we call uh, MESA. Um, and, and MESA really you know, stands for market expansion selection application. But really what MESA does is it dials into here's where we've been successful so far. Here are the things that we look for. Here are the high uh, value, um, high quality aspects of uh, a mid-sized metro. And that really then produces, um, you know, a list of places we should go look and, and we feed new data into that all the time. And so we're constantly keeping an eye on what's changing, uh, what's happening in cities, you know, especially certainly in the last three to five years, uh, mid-sized metros have transformed themselves um, and cities that we went and looked at. Baton Rouge is a great example. We looked at Baton Rouge uh, back in 2013 and felt like it just it didn't meet all of our uh, all of our needs and, and revisited that based on some of the data that came out of Mesa and, and we found we found a successful home there. Um, so it, it's a great tool to uh, to really get our process started. Um, but then it's about boots on the ground. It's about feeling like we can go to a city and, and get that feeling of, yes, this is the next home for rural sourcing. And as, as you start narrowing that list, obviously you engage with local economic development organizations and that's where us at Invest Buffalo Niagara came in. Um, so, you know, I, I want to get to the visit and like you said, boots on the ground, but tell us a bit about, you know, that relationship with our team and Matt Hubacher on our team, you know, requests you're making and just ways that you're collaborating to better learn about the region. Yeah. So as we um, use Mesa and then start to look into the deeper details of a location, we're starting to, to ask questions about the university system, the boot camp system. What does the population diversity really look like? How are um, it, how is the population engaging in, in the STEM education space? Uh, we're asking questions about other employers in town. Is there a tech ecosystem? Uh, what are the startup and um, technology um, innovation opportunities for other companies? You know, we look at a location not just as can we be successful, but can the rising tide rise all raise all boats right is that location really have that energy um, that we're looking for and and so uh you know as we reached out to, to matt hubacher and and he really helped us i think with a lot of the detail and and the team there at invest buffalo niagara really supported a lot of those questions uh fed back um some more data and impressed us with what we were finding on paper uh, and that's what led us to really look at a, a site visit yeah. So then you visit and, you know, I know obviously like a whirlwind tour and there was a bunch of different meetings set up. So people always find interest in those visits. So, you know, yeah. for you, like what were your first impressions? Take us behind the scenes a little bit, because I'm sure you do a bunch of these in other cities. Um, so I'm interested to hear maybe the ways in which Buffalo was different or any of your impressions. Yeah. So having visited a few dozen uh, mid-sized metros around the country, 
Um, we have a feel for uh, the economic development group, their connectivity with the, uh, you know, with their locations and their communities. Um, and, and Invest Buffalo Niagara was uh, class A. Uh, you know, we really felt like um, you supported a lot of our requests that are probably a little bit different. Often large companies use site selection consultants. Um, we're, we're not into that. We want to, uh, you know, the executive team feels it's really important that we get a sense of, is this our next home um, ourselves? And so as we ask these questions and we move through that process, um, it was great, I think, in that we were able to get kind of a custom itinerary. So there's things that we like to see. Um, and it is a whirlwind, uh, but it, you know, it, we leave these uh, these sessions exhausted after two or 2.5 days of uh, racing around town and meeting um, everyone, you know, in uh, in the various categories that we're looking for. So it, uh, I think it's it's a huge part of of what we look for. Was uh, were chicken wings a part of your agenda? Oh, they were indeed. Jean McCarthy's flats were delicious. <laughs> Good prelude for uh, a question I have for you later. <laughs> right, that's exciting though. I mean, that's always the request when people need to come; they have to see, they have to have yeah. some wings. So, gotta have it. Um, I know one of the meetings you had too was with a group of young professionals, and you mentioned how you have um, maybe different requests than other, you know, bigger corporations that are on these site searches and. I found that one interesting because, and I know a lot of your questions to those young professionals were even about just quality of life in the yeah. city. So, you know, what's the thought process behind, you know, that kind of meeting? What can you learn from talking to those folks that are, you know, actually living and working here every day? If you look at, um, if you look at mid-sized cities around the country, I think a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, terms like brain drain and otherwise, right? Kids will graduate from school, they'll start in their hometown or they'll start in the town where they went to school, then they'll get a bigger job and they'll move to Chicago or they'll move to New York City or they'll move elsewhere. Um, and so there's this integral moment in careers where individuals are going in their early 20s, gaining experience and continuing to reinvest in the location that we want to be in. Right. And so it's important for us to hear from those young professionals to, to learn, is there that ecosystem of support for those folks? Do they feel like there is a strong network? Um, and you know, they're also uh, really willing to tell us what it's like to work in town. Um, and, and so you know, I think what we found from that meeting with young professionals, frankly, it was um, probably if we all had to say what the most important meeting was, that was certainly it. We, we learned a lot about the diversity um, and how there's a lot of support for the diverse workforce. We learned uh, those not just local folks, but folks that had relocated into town um, and felt the that welcoming hug and felt like this is this is home. I can raise my family here, uh, even from moving from other places in New York or other places elsewhere. So I think it it really gives us that deep insight into uh, what it's truly like to to grow your career in Buffalo. Talent is obviously top of mind for every company and you know, obviously within tech and really across the country, but, you know, here in Buffalo, that's the same. Um, what are some of the unique ways that you look to develop and hire talent? Because I think it's interesting compared to, you know, some other tech companies and the way that you look at it or are open to other pipelines, I suppose. Yeah, so, you know, if we think about what's core to role sourcing, our equity, inclusion and diversity efforts um, are absolutely a part of our fabric. 
uh, we believe that more diverse teams build better software. Um, you know, you look at you look at Silicon Valley and you look at the diversity of development teams there and you recognize that there's a lack of gender parity. There's a lack of uh, diversity across many of the different diverse vectors and you miss things, right? You, you can't build a, um, a quality piece of software. Maybe it's about boarding an airplane without thinking about that elderly individual, that mom with two kids that and, and everyone brings that diverse perspective. And so, you know, first and foremost, um, we are thinking about all the various ways in which we can attract talent. Um, we're, we're also willing to, to live on the, on the edge a little bit of, um, you know, we don't require a four-year education. Uh, we believe there are many people that are either A, self-taught, or B, um, have a, a small boot camp or some uh, knowledge that they're beginning to grow, and that needs to be fostered. Um, and so we build leverage teams. What we call leverage teams is basically a, a mix of experience all the way up to 35, 40 years of experience in, in tech uh, down to uh, we've got uh, individuals in the organization that have graduated from high school um, and gone through a, a coding boot camp and now work for us full time. Um, and we believe that that diversity of age provides insight, but it's also about investing in the talent pipeline. Um, if we just went to market and looked for all the seniors, uh, senior developers in Buffalo, we're ignoring the fact that 10 years from now, we need to be creating that next generation of talent. Um, so I think that's uh, a big part of it. I think the other thing we saw in Buffalo was um, a diverse location with um, a lot of outreach and a lot of community open dialogue about how to come together. Um, how to engage the refugee community, how to uh, make sure that there were career paths for, for folks from all different types of backgrounds. Uh, and that was hugely important to us in what we're looking for in our talent pool. So since you've announced in Buffalo, I know you've hired uh, a local lead or someone that's going to relocate to lead the um, Buffalo Center. Yeah. And I think I had heard that maybe a few people at your other centers that have some connection to Buffalo even raise their hand to potentially relocate to the new Buffalo office. So, you know, since the announcement and, you know, we did a ton of whirlwind press together, um, how's the experience been? What are your impressions, you know, beyond the visit, but since you've actually decided on Buffalo and folks know you're in town? Yeah, I think it's been really great. Um, you know, in the, in the early stages, we're beginning to have some conversations with local community leaders and, and the universities, we're starting to recruit, we're starting to get our name out there. Um, we're, uh, we've hired about 30 folks so far, and we're, we've got many waiting to start and, and others coming through the interview process now. Uh, we've been very impressed with the talent. Uh, and, and I think, you know, we're excited about uh, Natasha Thomas uh, is leading as our development center director there. She came to us um, several years ago uh, and moved into Mobile, Alabama, uh, and she'd been working on the West Coast in California, um, working for uh, organizations that were building high-end um, custom uh, gaming applications and otherwise. And, you know, what she found was the grind of living in California. Uh, her husband had been from, from that Alabama region, and, and she's really grown her career here and, and has, um, is a great colleague leader. So we're excited to have her in Buffalo. Uh, she's never lived where it snows, so she's excited to, uh, to get that heavy winter coat. Um, but I think what she's found is, is a really talented pool of folks that are excited about the prospect, excited about you know, identifying that, those 150 and hopefully even more than that in the region. 
that'll join us. Um, and so she is, uh, she's working on getting her relocation complete this spring. Well, we really appreciate your time and obviously your decision to locate in Buffalo. I know, you know, Matt and the entire team has had an amazing working relationship with all of you and it's been great to have you. So thanks so much. Before I let you go though, we do have a couple hard hitting blizzard round questions we ask everybody. So if you were a flavor of ice cream, what would you be? Ooh, mint chocolate chip. How about a book or TV show that you'd recommend? You know, I am in the middle of Game of Thrones. Like I'm a decade behind, but I, I'm binging like crazy. Great choice. Uh, do you prefer a text or phone call? Text. That's how you get me. Text is the best. How about hiking or skiing? Oh boy. I'm married into a ski family, but I am like a baby giraffe on skis. So I would say hiking. And last question. You, you went to Gene McCarthy's. So I think we know your answer, but chicken wings, do you prefer drums or flats? Flats with blue cheese all day. Great choice. Thank you very much for being with us today. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Greg. I uh, appreciate your time and all that, that Invest Buffalo Niagara has done for the region. Bellringer is a podcast by Invest Buffalo Niagara, the region's privately funded, nonprofit marketing and economic development organization. Please rate this podcast, follow our social media channels, and read our blog at buffaloniagara.org for the best of Buffalo Niagara. Come grow your business with us.